This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, episode 113, Keep on Trucking. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash soulstone2016. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Patreon. Support the Shattered Soulstone. With your support, you can help the show grow. Become a patron today. Patreon.com slash Soulstone. Strap in, folks. This is going to be fun. Never. Coming to you from a half-empty bottle of white wine. Antonio. I found a nice little trifecta last night in uh, Hardcore that I'm hoping makes me loaded. Frasia. Oh, wait, wait a minute, what happened? Like, you lose five seconds of your life, you wake up. Chill. It gives you 38.2 yummies per second, with 13 to 38 yummies and 150 nom nom noms per second. Coming to you from the dark recesses of the preferable, prefer, <laughs> I already can't talk, I'm already messing up, first time I'm already messing it up. Anyway, the for- proverbial Don Ford's pouch, this is episode 113 of your Shattered Soulstone, the Diablo Community Podcast. It's February 24th, 2016, and as you hear, I'm Lantonio, your host for tonight, and I can't talk, and it's because I am totally unprepared. I should be a lot more prepared. But let's see if my two party members are prepared. Jen, how are you doing? I'm surviving. Um, the pollen count is way, way too high today, so I probably sound like I'm on a ton of drugs, but in reality, I just need a ton of drugs. <laughs> so, I'm talking, um, I probably sound like I am. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm kind of messed up, but I'm here. So I'll try to focus as much as I can. How are you? <laughs> oh, well, like I said, by the way I just read that intro, I don't know. But other than that, I think I'm pretty good. I'm just a little flustered. It's been a busy day. Um, nobody uh, listening knows, but I just got in to the Skype with everyone here. And i uh, just been really, really busy. I almost forgot about the show tonight. And, well, I shouldn't say almost. I did forget and I was in the middle of things, so like in the last five minutes, I've jumped on and t- trying to be caught up to everything. So, anyway, other than that, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good. Um, we're also joined by Brazier, like I said, uh, my second party member here. Uh, how are you doing? Good. I'm ready for an awesome pickup game tonight. Pick up <laughs> I didn't, game. Uh, didn't exactly prepare either, right? So uh, oh, I just okay. jumped on in. We're just gonna wing sure. it tonight, then. Yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? It's That's a good night for winging. It's, it's a Wednesday, Wing Wednesday. It's kind of the uh, shared <laughs> soulstone. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Like our policy, right? Uh, wing it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Show up and just do it. <laughs> yeah, just do it. Uh, show title. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. There we go. That's a good one. Yeah. Why you don't like the other ones that I have up there? <laughs> <laughs> They're kind of funny too. <laughs> Jen rules all of our souls minus the dust particles. Minus the dust particles. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering what that was, <laughs> if that was uh, titles or not. But right um, tonight we actually do have a special guest as well. Um, he's our Papa Kangaroo, the guy we're always talking about, the man behind the scenes from Don Forge himself, and that would be Medros. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. 
uh, glad to be here. It's been a long time since I've been uh, part of Shadow Soulstone. Yeah, we haven't heard you for a while. Uh, oh, is that good or bad? Eh, it, life comes in the way sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess we jump right into what we've been doing in game then as well. Um, or does anybody else have anything they want to say before that? Or should we go right into in game? No, let's go right no, into let's it. Let's just jump into it. Okay. Exactly. Well, to make it short and sweet, I did not get a chance to really play Diablo this week. I've been busy, as I said last time, I did get into a car accident. So I've been kind of busy with doctors and um, talking to lawyers and blah, 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 and all kinds of different stuff, you know. And then when I do have some time, just been kind of laying around, I haven't really felt the best. And sitting in my computer chair for a while hasn't really been that thrilling to me. So that's pretty much why. Um, yeah, so I didn't really get a chance to play. Um, I did catch up to some of uh, Diablo podcast stuff, looked a little bit stuff online when it comes to Diablo, but I, like I said, I really didn't get a chance to play. But I, I plan on having a little bit more open schedule next week and this coming week, so I'll get on. But uh, it looks like uh, Jen might have played a little bit, so a why little don't you tell bit, us about, yeah. about yours? <laughs> <laughs> well, last time I was all frustrated because I couldn't get through Chapter 4 of the Season Journey, and I was, like, complaining a lot about the set dungeon for the monk, which I was trying to get through with the uh, Monkey King set. Um, I finally got through it. I don't know how many times it took, but I finally got there, and I think what I needed was just a few more Paragon points to make it work out. Um, I have not hit the uh, mastery of the dungeon. There's a lot of stuff I didn't quite complete, including uh, the time limit. You're supposed to be out in about four minutes or so, and I'm out about 15 <laughs> um, or something like that. But what I had to do is finish one general objective and one primary objective. So the general one that I got was to kill... Uh, they want you to kill 375 monsters, which is pretty much clear in the dungeon, so I got that. And then the other thing is you have to use... Um, you use your decoys to hit 20 enemies, different enemies in six seconds. And so that's have to like try to get the monsters to mob up so that you can hit them all at once and, and so this is using your set um, dungeon yeah monk, this is the right? set dungeon monkey king yeah okay. set dungeon for for monks it's the it's the uh, set you get from Hadric's gift so that's what mm -hmm. I've got and that's what I'm working with and um, it was really difficult because you have to have um, is it oh god I forgot the name of the skill something wind um, that you have to have going Sweeping to get the wind? decoy to pop up. That's it. Yeah, I think it's that. And then that gives you the decoy. But to get them to mob up, you need Cyclone to get them to all group around you. And then you have to hope you time it right. And you have to do it five times. You can't just do it once. So I was getting it like four times and getting really upset by the end of the dungeon and, <laughs> and all of that. And I finally got it. I have not mastered it. There's a whole bunch of other stuff I need to do to do that, including like, you know, get through it in four minutes or something like that. But, um, I at least got that part done, and then the last thing I had to do for the chapter four was to, uh, I think it's, you have to have all of your gear on your character be legendary and level 70, and it turns out the set pieces seem to count. Didn't know that would count, because they're not technically legendary, they're set pieces, but it did. 
so that was done. Mm-hmm. And now, uh, so now I have the cool little portrait and the little uh, tree pet guy. I think and, they're called um, legendary set pieces. So I guess I guess oh, maybe that's know. it. Yeah. yeah. See, I never thought about it that way. When I think legendaries, I'm thinking, oh, okay, I need those other things, not what I'm using, mm-hmm. you know. But it counted, so I'm I'm good with that. And uh, yeah, so I got the little pet. It's a weird little pet, and it's you, teeny you got, tiny. You got your Groot. Yeah, <laughs> that's mm-hmm. what he is. <laughs> nice. Yeah, uh, he's I, a little teeny tiny. If I thing. get one, he's definitely got to be named Groot. There's no other name for yeah. that pet. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. I know. I know. It's just it's a weird looking little thing. So I have the one whole reason I did the season journey this season. I, th- I like right off the bat, I wanted that little tree guy. He looks so cool to me. I think he's awesome. Actually, I'm sad I missed out on the Murloc pet, but. Uh, I wish I had that one. I wish there was a way you could get that pet still, other than, you know, going, I think it was a BlizzCon pet, but, or it might have been the, yeah. you might be able to buy the um, virtual ticket, but I didn't get that this year either, so. Uh, oh, yeah. It would have been cool to have been able to have I that, forgot. though. Yeah. I like that guy, too. Neat. But the tree thing's kind of neat, so anyway, I have that. I'm working on the Slayer part of the season journey, which I think season four, I started the Slayer thing and never finished it, so mm-hmm. we'll see. So far, I've got uh, two of the uh, infertile machines where you go in and kill the uh, duplicate bosses, basically, we were talking about last time. Um, but the third uh, keyboard won't give me won't give me one, so I have to keep trying. And that's as far as I got. What difficulty are you playing on right now? I think it's T4, which yeah. usually that's like that's like the the best I do is T4, and mm-hmm. I'm struggling. But this time it's getting really easy, so I'll probably be on T5 pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Now that now that you got the full set though, because you did the chapters completed, so I'm assuming you have the full set. Uh, you yeah, still get a yeah. little bit past that, or are you still kind of still at T4. Um, T4 is good. T5 I can probably. I think I have enough Paragon points now where I can get up to T5 and not have any trouble. Um, but we'll see. You know, if I do that, that'll be like probably the best I've done in a season. You know, yeah. since they changed over how those uh, the torment levels were. So, yeah. well, the higher you get, the easier you'll get those keys. Cause yeah, they they tend to be annoying to drop. I swear, I've gone for them. Sometimes you'll get them every time, and other times they just never want to give them up. And it's always the one you need the most. You'll have 10 of one, 10 of another, 5 of one, and then you just can't get any of one class. And everybody's different. Nobody ever is the same one. Because I remember I'll be playing and I'll have 20 Act 1 keys, but like no Act 2 keys. And it's whatever yeah. one you like doing the least, too. There's the one that. <laughs> which obviously that's probably because you're doing that the least is why you get it but but yeah it seems to always take forever but uh do you have anything else you want to talk about no really i mean except you know like you were saying last season i think they the the keywords just all dropped keys for me they were very nice and um <laughs> here you go I'm like awesome i can get these things done but this one the first two were like yep there you go and the third one's like nah do mm-hmm. it again so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Yeah. I swear sometimes I'll be on T1 and they all drop, and then you go up to it where it's harder and you think you're going to get a whole bunch or multiple keys even, and you just don't get anything. So mm-hmm. it, can get, it can get frustrating, but you just got to keep going. I suppose that's the repetitiveness of the game. But, uh, Brasia, what about you? Um, well, uh, as everyone knew, I was just kind of busy with a work project and had to be out in Chicago for a couple of weeks, but since I've been home Friday, um, had a little more time to play around. 
mainly because I had uh, uh, aggravated my herniated disc in my back, so I couldn't go running as much Ooh. as I have been, That's which is weird. Good. Because it wasn't didn't get hurt by me running, it got hurt by me sleeping. Mm. Yeah, go figure with that. Oh so, no! Uh, yeah, no, I was on an airplane and just kind of on the window seat, kind of shifted myself the wrong way, though I thought I was okay. And it just got aggravated to the point where I had trouble walking last week, and I was just like, ah. But you know, got through all that, so I'm, I'm taking some time off from the running, just resting up. And uh, so I just logged in, started doing some riffs again. I basically was like in 90 or something like a paragon i'm up to 104 now uh, it's just a couple quick runs too i mean it was not a lot of play time and uh, i leveled up real fast then uh, on my last rift today um before we started the show i decided okay i'll give it another try i uh actually fought josh musquera at the end of the rift for the first time and got the awesome. achievement mos- mosquito squat swatter Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a fun one. That's I were you surprised when it appeared? Oh yeah, I, I actually didn't even realize it was him until I had killed him, and then it was like, oh wait a minute, what's this achievement I got? And I look at it. The most hilarious thing to me is it looks like the demon with the uh, the helmet horn on it, and then it has his face with his glasses on underneath it. I mean, yeah. if you look at the picture, <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, uh, it's kind of well funny. Well done. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it. Of all the riffs I've done, I have still haven't gotten that. At least not that I know of. I could probably go into my achievements, see that I have it, and have no remembrance of doing it. But pretty sure that I've never never seen him yet. But I'm sure eventually. Yeah, it's oh, just definitely. random, you know. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't, you'll probably get him eventually, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, I'm just trying to collect some more set pieces. Though I keep picking up Crusader, um, Wizard, and uh, Monk pieces. I'm and like, you're playing. I'm like, but I'm playing my Witch Doctor. It's just funny. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I just can't <laughs> pick up extra pieces for any other sets right now. So I'm only using the set I got from the Hatred Gift. Mm-hmm. And so, you know what I mean? And that's fine. I'm, I'm clearing through. But I just say I'm not doing well when it comes to doing the uh, set dungeon. So I've, I've kind of backed off until I can get some better weapons and and supporting gear like just like anything else that's outside the set mm-hmm. so i'm just like okay and, and it's going slow but that's just because i haven't played consistently um I'll, I'll be jumping back in and playing a bit more consistently now it's just kind of the second half of the the fifth season and i've had my break so now i'm kind of like okay i'm i'm kind of in the middle to the fresh part and it was kind of funny because I, I looked at the leaderboard before i started tonight and in our clan we have like one person who's up at like They've cleared a Greater Rift 71 on Softcore, Witch Doctor. And then there's a bunch of people that are around 30. And then, I'll like, I was only at 24, and now I've just completed a 28. So I'm like, you know, just by sitting out half the season, I could almost get into second place real quick. <laughs> oh, that's so, good. You know, give yeah. you something to shoot for if you want. Ex- you know? Exactly. There's still something mm-hmm. I can, you know, shoot for, get in touch with. And, um, yeah, it's just, you know, I'm looking forward to playing a little bit more. But it's good. Definitely in a good spot right now for me. That's good. I, uh, I've i been trying to collect my other sets. And I know, like, before I died with my character, you know, I, I had, obviously, I had my, uh, the, um, the, uh, the Thorns build, or the Thorns guy, the Iron Voker, but, uh, or the Invoker set. But 
I've been like every time I get a different mm-hmm. piece of another one, I kind of go into my stash and I line it up. And like one of my tabs is my set pieces, so I would try to like build the whole set. And you know, yeah. When I died, I think I had a bunch of the uh, what's it called? I think it's Roland's set is the one that I had the most of, and that's the the shield bash and uh, sweep attack one. So I kind of started that one on my new character. And I have a few pieces as well of the uh, blessed, uh, the blessed hammer build. I forget which one that is, what it's called, but I know I have pieces of that. Um, and I tend to get a lot of duplicates, but luckily, once I when I have the crafting materials and the mats, then you can sh- uh, change them with the cube over to another one. If anyone <laughs> doesn't remember that, and uh, yep. Jen likes the robot, so just so you know, <laughs> it's starting. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm I trying to get another full piece because I'm not. I decided I'm not gonna unless I find it. I'm not gonna go back to the Invoker set this season unless I just get all the pieces back again and rebuild the guy. Just kind of like playing at random because you know I kind of kind of. I guess I got even though I didn't get my guy super powerful. I got to where I got to try it out. So I'm just gonna try something different now when I'm playing, and then I'll go, you know do something like that again maybe next season if i pick that uh, or if i pick this class again crusader class again but i, I don't know i've I haven't had too bad luck getting my own classes set pieces but yeah i don't know exactly how many each piece i think they're all six set pieces right all the ones that have set dungeons mm-hmm. right okay so it shouldn't be too bad to find them all because i got at least like two or three of each one but i just got to play more to get mine as well but uh, anyway, um, I guess we we're saving the best for last. I'm sure. I'm, I'm guessing that uh, Madros has just been playing a ton of Diablo. I know it's his favorite game of all time. So, <laughs> what have you been up to in game? <laughs> game? What game? Legion Alpha? You mean? Um, no, your your favorite game. Oh, oh, Heroes. Uh, no, your your favorite. It's game. in the top six, right? Hearthstone. Your no, your other favorite game, <laughs> Overwatch. <sighs> hold on a second. Oh, no, I hold on a second. Top I'm hang up on hang up on Metro. quick. <laughs> Come on, you had to have played a little bit. Um, I looked at the login screen. <laughs> okay, and what did you learn from that? That it looks very pretty. Nice. And did you did you did you uh, conquer the put your name in part? <laughs> uh, no, I failed that task. Okay, so you died. Are you playing hardcore intro screen or softcore intro yes, screen? Yes, yes. Uh, if you lose hardcore. your login, you lose the game. Hardcore and everything. <laughs> oh, okay, so died. when you failed, you died. <laughs> yep, yep, pretty much. Okay, so now you're banned from logging because you have too many attempts. Apparently, apparently, uh, <laughs> I, I have completely lost the ability to play Diablo. Yeah, when you play softcore login screen, you get as many attempts as you want, but this is hardcore, we're talking, so you're done. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, yeah, so the reason I'm here is uh, because someone else is not here. So uh, there have been a fair number of questions over on Twitter uh, about the lack of a certain Nevik, and... Uh, I want to read an email that he sent over to all of us recently to give you an update on what's going on with him. And he said the following, I think I'm done. 
I can't explain why. I don't have a good reason. But over the past few weeks, I found myself losing that drive that kept me going through going with the show. Anyways, I don't appear on the farewell episode. I just keep trucking on like you always have been. Love you all. I think I speak for everybody here uh, when I said I'm sad to he- see that Nevik isn't going to be part of the show anymore. If at some point he wants to rejoin the show, you know, we would be happy to, to, to have uh, have a talk and, and see where where he, where where he wants to go. I am confident uh, as the head of the network that Lantonio, Brazier, and Jen, uh, along with the amazing audience that they have built in this podcast, uh, will, as never guessed, keep trucking on. Um, and while a lot of people who've been listening since the beginning know that, you know, Nevik was one of the people who who was behind this podcast from the beginning. Jen and, and Brazia were both there from episode one. The show has grown, uh, has changed, and this will change as well. Certain things will change. Certain um, aspects of the show will change. Uh, one thing that will change... Um, and is that we will no longer able to be trying and and killing the hosts to try and get weekly shows out. Now, those of you who are patrons of the show on Patreon, uh, by the time you hear this on the podcast, will have received an email um, letting you know about this as well. And while we would love to have your support and love to have you continue being supporters of the show and helping as the show continues to try and find its new new place and its new niche um, and figure out where and what form the show is going to take um, we would really appreciate if you can, if you decide to continue to support us. I know that over the last several months things have kind of been very fluid with the show um, and there were several periods where there were no shows, and we hope to avoid that by not forcing the crew to um, push stuff out against their own health, against their own ability to do so. Uh, and I would like to believe that the audience and the uh, the listeners of the podcast would agree with that. So essentially the, the the decision is that in order to ensure you get shows on a somewhat regular basis every couple of weeks probably is more is probably more where we're going to aim for but you may get more often as well uh there may be occasionally you know three shows in a month or hey if there's lots to talk about maybe four shows in a month if if people are able to do so um but a weekly show every week for so long can be very stressful allergies life work accidents stuff happens and we can't as as audience members as somebody who listened to the show myself you know we can't sit there and demand something from people who um simply it's not fair to to expect that so um we just, I think what Matter's saying is we really, really just don't want to, we don't want to guarantee you a show every week right now with, um, with life happening. It's just hard and we don't want to promise that and then go back on our word and doing like at least an every other week show, it's just a lot better. You know, we are three people from three different parts of the world. It, you know, we got, 
West Coast, Central Coast, East Coast, and it's hard to keep us all together at the same time, and we want to be able to at least have that two-week extended time to really guarantee that we can slap out two shows a month for you so that you know at least it's coming then and that it's not false promises and just getting overwhelmed with stuff. I mean, a lot of our... Our, our personal lives are involved. It makes it just difficult with our schedules and stuff to go, but we don't want to stop doing the show. So we definitely want to keep going and, and get it out there for you guys. And um, just like myself, real quick, I just want to say, like, Nevik was a, a fantastic host. I don't uh, foresee myself ever being as good as him or, you know, or saying I'm better than him or anything like that because I'm going to, you know, try to step up to be the host. Um, if and when I can, I'm sure Jen and Brazier will also do it sometimes, but uh, bear with me, I would ask. <laughs> I'm new to doing it, so I might stumble a little bit, but I'm going to try my best. But I do want to say that I thought Network was a great host. Um, I, he knew how to flow perfectly. He did great. We're all still um, great friends with him. We have no bad quarrels. You know, he just I'm guessing he just needs time off, and that happens. So I'll let it back to you, uh, Medros. For sure. You know, I, I I welcome any feedback. Uh, if anybody wants to reach me, my email address is Dwight at thedawnforge.com. If you have any suggestions, recommendations, thoughts, ideas, feedback of any kind from any of the Dawnforge shows, not just Shattered Soulstone, uh, I would love to hear what you have to say. Um, you know, we, we can only get better through the suggestions and feedback of those who give us their ears. Uh, and we hope that we will hear from you. Shattershell has always been a, a show that does so much with the feedback and the comments and, and the community interaction. And I'm very proud of that. And I hope that will continue as things go on and as the show continues to grow. That said, um, I understand if anybody has uh, has to make the choice to to either no longer support the show or no longer listen um, and hopefully at some point uh, the show will be in a place where we can have you back as a listener um, and definitely you know stay tuned because there's exciting things coming and some really awesome things planned for the future yeah. feel free to email the show as well or any one of us I'm sure is fine with Bridget and, uh, and Jen as well for any suggestions you have for us uh Anything that we're not doing or doing that we could do better, um, I'm always willing to take support. I can handle constructive criticism nice. just fine. Uh, don't worry what you say. You will not offend me, even if you try to. <laughs> so uh, um, feel know. free to throw it at me um, because I know, like, I'm going to tell you right now, even tonight, first time, like, really hosting, hosting, it's I'm a little nervous, so I'm probably going to stutter a little bit, but I'll get better. Tell me to stop stuttering, to stop going so fast. I know i got to get used to it. So um, stuff like that, whatever, it's perfectly fine with me. <laughs> I want to I do good for you guys, the listeners, so you tell me what you want. Well, I have complete faith in, in the three of you to continue to bring an awesome show uh, and continue entertaining the listeners, and that's what we're here for. Yeah. Here for you. Um, Jen and Bridget, did you have anything you wanted to add to this part? A lot of it you covered. 
you know, with uh, between the two of you, with you know how things are going with the show, and that Nevik was an excellent host and all of that. And you know, I just want to say I've been podcasting since 2005, and in various iterations and different shows. And uh, this is not the first show I've been on where hosts have changed. And yet the show continues on. Um, so, I mean, I think we'll we'll get through it and uh, it'll be fine. It's just the way it goes sometimes. And, uh, you know, I'd rather, like, I think you guys have already kind of said this too, but I'd rather have us, like, you know, go through and just kind of find, you know, find how we can make this work and make it fit, um, you know, now that there's been a change of host, um, rather than just stop, which is, you know, you always have that, that's... I, as someone who's been through shows where, you know, there's been a change in hosts or someone stops or whatever, there's always that moment where you're like, should we continue? You know, and I think that the cool thing with all of us, we're like, yeah, we want to continue, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I kind of look at podcasting as uh, something that's, you know, always changing because it has to, you know, life changes, hosts change, um, you know, things with the game we're talking about change and all of that. And so, to have a big change is kind of shocking, like this one, but um, it's not unheard of in podcasting, and it's it's something that can be you know built upon. So I guess that's it. Rachel, did you want to add? Yeah, no, I want to thank first of all thank Nevik for um, a lot of the ideas he brought to the show. It, it took it to where it is, as well as being um, an excellent host when he was there all the time. Um, just, he did a lot of stuff in the background. And, uh, you know, I think at some point it was just kind of a thing that he needed to let go, and it's fine. Um, we, You'll see things are changing in the show. We're all pitching in a lot more in different areas. So you may see some format change a little bit. You may see some new things brought in there, hopefully entertaining things. But the, the heart of what Nevik brought for the show is still going to be there. It's all about the community. Um, it's not all about you know all the news and all the things that are happening you can get that at other podcasts just as well about Diablo or even on the websites you know we're still here to talk to the community talk about what's going on in the game as well as you know just in general have fun with it because that's what we do we have fun and um, if anybody's going to ask to be honest with you that's the email we got from Nevik we're not like hiding or saying anything different than he has we don't know anything more than you do. This is really all it is we've been giving. So, you know, you go ahead and ask us, but we're honestly going to tell you the truth that we don't know any more than you do, other than what we've already told you on the show. Um, you know, and we want to respect ne- Nevik's privacy. If he wants to say something to people, he will. If he doesn't, that is completely up to him as well. Um, you know, but we thank him for everything he's done, and, you know, we wish him the best of luck in whatever he does. Yeah, so... Um, I think that probably about sums it up. Um, I'm just trying to think if there's anything I would add. Uh, just a, a real quick thing. Um, we talked about a little bit. Just uh, at least for now, uh, we're just gonna go ahead and continue with uh, the three. Just I know I've heard in the past things like this be asked. Um, just so that they don't have to be asked unless you want to go ahead. But um, we're not currently like gonna look for like or any kind of like replacement or anything like that. Uh, we're just going to go ahead. If you're interested in ever being on the show, we're welcome to look into anyone who wants to be a guest or anything like that. But, uh, you know, we're not looking, oh, never has gone. Um, Got to find a replacement, like, right away or anything like that. Just so everybody knows, we're just going to kind of keep it as it is for now. Um, 
just the only reason I bring that up is because, like I said, I've, I've seen the questions. And just to continue a little bit of like Brad just said, yeah, we don't really have anything else. That is what Navic told us. And I respect his privacy. Uh, he's probably just a little wore out, maybe. You know, I I don't think, you know, if he's, like he said, if you want to ask, ask. But we're not going to really know either. And But I just out of respect for him, you know, let him come when he's ready to, to say or to come out and talk or whatever if he wants to he will if he chooses not to that's his um, personal you know option so i'll just let it be at that and i guess we'll just move on and i think everything's going to be great with the show and i'm thankful for who we have here and thanks medros for uh, helping explain that and everything as well Okay, and thanks again, Medros, for being on and helping explain that to us and kind of, um, you know, help us let the audience know what's going on with that. And we appreciate you and everything you do for us. And like he said, if you have any questions, go ahead and email him. And I guess you're going to step down for the rest of the show, and we appreciate you being here. So did you have anything else you want to say before you go? No, for sure. I'm glad, glad to be here. Glad uh, I could uh, join you guys for a little bit. And... Uh, uh, you know, I, I look forward to playing uh, Demon Hunter uh, as soon as I'm off the, off the air here, you know, in Legion. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe next time you'll have some uh, in-game stuff for us. I'm sure he'll have will, some Demon Hunter what, stuff to talk okay, about. Go, go play All kinds of Demon Hunter stuff I can talk about. Go play softcore <laughs> intro mode, and once you get through that, let us know. All right, take care, guys. <laughs> Bye. Have a good one. Bye. Thanks for coming. Bye. See you soon, Medros. Take care. All right, well, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, talk about Audible. Uh, that is our sponsor. Uh, you can go to bit.ly slash soulstone2016. Um, there, as you guys know, you can get a free 30-day trial. And that's after that, it would be $14.95 per month after the trial period. You do get a credit. Uh, so you can one credit per month, I believe it is, for or you know which would equal one audiobook, and you can choose from over 180,000 titles. Uh, they do have at least one Diablo book there, and possibly in the future get more. I hope so. I know that uh, when I went through Audible and when I had Audible, I definitely got that one. Uh, it's a great story. It sounds good, but uh, yeah, any uh, other books you might be interested um i do believe you get a free subscription to is it jen if you could help me out is it the new york times yeah it's it's a digital subscription and you i think you get to pick between the new york times and the wall street journal i don't think it's both but i may be wrong about that um so you get that and then if you become a member that's when you get that and then there's also a bunch of different like specials and deals and stuff that are members only all throughout the year so we appreciate if you go ahead and check that out and uh, they'll appreciate that and I'm sure you'll enjoy it. So go ahead and check out Audible and get there once again through bit.ly slash soulstone2016. Alright, moving on to tweeters. Sounds good with you guys? Yes. Our community awesome. feedback section as we call it. And I'm going to go ahead and have Braja start it out if that's okay with you with the first few tweets. Definitely okay with All right. Me. So, first uh, tweet is from Gor- Gorilla Law. It's at the Westmark Workshop, at KSB Podcast, and at the Shattered Stone. Um, that moment when you realize you're in a greater rift with a boon of the hoarder gem. Ooh. Gold everywhere, good. right? <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. Well, yeah. Well. More like um, not helping you clear that rift fast yeah. enough. Well, yeah, because you're going after the gold. <laughs> you know. Well, a, you have to make a decision at that point, which well, is more I, important. I can't remember. Yeah. In a greater rift, is I mean, you're gold, not going to have. Gold, I don't. This is such a new question. Gold still drop, or is that at the no. end? No, that's at the or end. Or does right? it not? No. No, it won't drop at all. Yeah, so I think it, he's it saying that it's not. Running with running. Oh, that's yeah, true. Okay. Well, I suppose if I it forgot helps, about that. No, because you're not getting your speed boost or anything. Yeah, I didn't think about that. It's like that's what he's saying. You know, like. But duh. would it would it affect would it affect the amount of gold you get at the end? I don't know. No. Uh, I, well, I mean, it might. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think it but does. But that is not really that important. Right. Yeah, yeah you're not getting, When you're trying yeah. to clear a rate of grift, <laughs> you, yeah, um, you're just trying to get through it. Right. Exactly. right. And I remembered that it doesn't like it doesn't drop loot as you go through a greater rift, but I couldn't remember about yeah. the gold. So, yeah, because yeah. I never really sat and mm. thought about that. I know like you get your health clothes and stuff, but I think that's it. So. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the next tweet from Kurova. Is it at Shatterstone at the Westmark Workshop? After 225 Paragon levels, I found my first Happy Meal. Never, ever before did it take that long. <laughs> wow. That's good oh, you got no. it. You must have got real hungry for that Happy Meal. <laughs> <laughs> now that you've got your first one, though, you're going to get tons of them. I swear, that's how it was for me. It took forever, and, and then they just try to bombard you with that greasy goodness. <laughs> 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 Mini burgers. Mm-hmm. Um, the next tweet is from at Rowow. Just had the pleasure of guesting on at Shattered Soulstone tonight. Uh, check out episode one twelve when it hits the feed. Yeah, and that was a good show. You guys it did a great fun. job. Yeah, together. Thanks again for coming on, Ro. That was uh, that was a good show. And if anybody missed it, now you know it's uh, it's one twelve, so you can check that out pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, next tweet is from Josuki's hair. And he said, at Shatterstone, if you folks ever want to come, someone to come on and talk about D1, 2, or mods for said games, I'm down. Uh, probably at some point. Yeah, I might, I might be. Good you idea, know, I right? love Diablo 1 and 2, so I'm always willing to talk that. <laughs> exactly. So the next tweet is from Tattooed76 at Karova. Has at Nevik James left the Shatterstone? Question mark. Um, Why don't well, you go ahead and just read uh, the responses, the and then we'll talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. So the first response is from Karova. He says, at Tattooed76, at Nevik James, at Shatterstone, if I only knew. He has definitely not been on the show for quite some time. Hope they clarify this. Then we followed up with a show um, tweet to at Karova, at Tattooed76. Tune in to episode 113, recording on Wednesday, for more on this. And then finally, Tattoo76 said at Shatterstone at Karova, looking forward to it. So, yeah, so I think yeah, we I mean, kind of covered that, you know? Yeah, exactly. so since we just I mean, talked we de- about we that, we don't think we'll go that. into it, but I just figured we'd read it quick. And then, so yeah, we got that out of the... Right. So we'll just go ahead and, mm-hmm. and move on from that. But, uh, Brasia, I'll give you a little break. If you want to read some, Jen, that'd be from okay. here on. So, let's see. This one's from Asmodius, if I'm saying it correctly. Asmodius? Uh, Asma- mm-hmm. Oh, who knows? Sure. That's one of those tongue twisters. <laughs> Asmodius. Yeah, okay. So, he tweets <laughs> at the West March Workshop and oh, at you know Stone. Asmodius. Yeah. Asmodius? 
we're massacring this person's <laughs> name. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but, you know, uh, we'll, we'll try. Um, so he tweets at Westmarch Workshop and at Shattered Stone. While my next attempt was successful, this result was pretty frustrating. And he has a screenshot here. He's uh, at a level 70 uh, greater rift that he's completed. And it's 15 minutes and point zero nine nine. Is that 15 hours a second. or 15 minutes? 15 yeah, minutes. Oh. 15 minutes. <laughs> At first I was like, what? <laughs> no, but it's confusing, though, because the last three little numbers are, like, portions of a second. Right. Yep. You know, so it gets kind of confusing, but it means that he, like, he was just over 15 minutes on that one. Yeah, can't get much further over 15 minutes than that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'd be it, right on 15 minutes almost. Yeah, that's pretty close. <laughs> it's, le- it's, like, nine hundredths of a second he it, missed Oh, five. okay, it's mm-hmm. 15 minutes to cut off. Oh, yep. okay, yeah. that makes sense to me. Yeah. I don't think I've, um, I haven't gotten to that where I've been cut off yet before because I'm a weakling and I play ones I know I can beat. So, <laughs> oh. <laughs> see, I get I get cut off all the time. I yeah. get cut off all the time because I'm like, I think I can do this one. No, I can't yet. You know, um, but I've never had it come out that close. That's got to be just like I don't know. I'd be yelling at my computer personally <laughs> if that was me. Come <laughs> <You know>? on. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> that's I don't know if that's exactly the word I'd use, but anyway. Um, and the so, soulstone it think, is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then I think um, the next tweet was in response. So the uh, at, at the West March workshop uh, responded. And also tagged us in there and said, can't cut it much closer than that. Congrats on making it. Because he did say he did make it the next time. And then uh, at Shattered Stone got in there and said, oh my, .099. Seriously, just give him a second. (laughs) (laughs) Which makes sense. That's all he needed, one second. I know, it's just so, so close, you know. Um, And then let's see, we have uh, a new tweet, I think. Right? No, this is this we've, one in response. Uh, no, this is oh. a new one. A new one. A new okay, one. so yeah. we have a new new tweet from at the alienationer, who tweeted at Shattered Stone and at KSB Podcast, and says, "Can't say that was close, but man, that was close. I'll get you Greater Rift seventy. I'm coming for you." And he's got a screenshot here of uh, level seventy. Greater Rift uh, complete, and this one says it's 16 minutes and 15 seconds, and then 0.833. So it's kind of close as well. Give him a couple minutes. Yeah, he's a couple minutes on there, you know. (laughs) Um, And then I think the next couple of tweets are in response to this. So at Shattered Stone, we responded to the at Alienationer and at KSB podcast. Well done. You will certainly get Greater Rift 70 soon. Uh, KSB podcast uh, tweets to us and at the Alienationer. Just keep fishing. You got this. And did uh, Shattered Soul Stone just well done? A witch doctor. Hashtag secret crush. I'm not sure what this hashtag is exactly. Oh, <laughs> um, you know, I mean, it, it, the fact that uh, for a while the never just, you know, didn't like witch oh, doctor. Oh, that's so. true. Yeah, okay. So that's that's pretty well known. That must mm-hmm. be what that is. Um, oh, that's what it's all about. Okay. And then uh, at Shattered Stone responded to at KSB Podcast and at the Alienationer with, well done is for greater Rift 70 is well earned, even for a witch doctor. Hashtag not so secret crush. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, and then the alienation responded to us and KSP podcast says, ha ha, I'm sure the well done for the witch doctor did not come from Nevik, smiley face. <laughs> and, uh, and the Shattered Soul Stone uh, account responded again with uh, at the alienation and at KSP podcast. That is true, and we all accept that it never will. <laughs> so that's that whole line of tweets. Guys, uh, yeah. you're does it say on that uh, on that screen whether or not they're in hardcore or softcore? I I think this is softcore, but I'm not sure how oh, to tell. Oh, let me look. Um, I know if you look see. up in the far right corner of the screenshot where it says the Survivor's Enclave, um, where it shows like he's in Torment 10, right it to shows. left. I can't tell if that's a hardcore symbol or just a season symbol. No, that's no, a, a season symbol. Because I know that's the hardcore has that little round circle around it, and I couldn't tell if it was there. But I think... That's the only way you can tell, unless on the Greater Rift screen part, it shows it when they do it, so. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily Yeah, and the tell. only other way I can tell sometimes is who's on your friends right. list. It'll tell you. also mm-hmm. done that. Like this one, uh, I don't recognize the people on his friends list, but, you know, the other one I could tell, you know, had Leviathan on it, so right. it was like, okay, that was definitely hard exactly. for Exactly. So that's yeah. what I was wondering. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, do you need a little breather, Jen? Yes. Okay, I'll go ahead and take it from here. Uh, the next uh, tweet comes from Kilnorum, and he says, At Shatterstone, new listener, new player, great show, Paragon 500+. plus. If you guys ever want to sit on some T10 speed nest, let me know. Well, I'd be glad to hop in there with you. Just uh, hit me up. My, uh, as I'll be playing a lot more often here, especially this week. I play mostly at nights, usually after 10 p.m. Central. But my uh, battle tag, which I have plenty of room for anybody who wants to add me, is Lantonius, L-A-N-N-T-O-N-I-O, or I-O-U-S. And oh, no. <laughs> I think. <laughs> anyway, Lantonius, I-U-S, sorry, yeah, I-U-S, yeah. Uh, hashtag 1873. Or else just look me up on, you know, the clan or whatever, and you'll find me. So, or actually, uh, if anyone's ever looking for anyone's battle tag or anything, you can go either to our website, uh, shattersoulstone.com, or to our creative or to our forum page, which you can get to that right from the website as well. Uh, and we have a battle tag list, and you can also put your battle tag there by posting, or you can look up any uh, other people's battle tags and stuff so that you can add and request or talk or whatever you want to do. So check out right. the forums to find that. But yeah, I'll I'll look forward to playing with you if you get a chance to find me. So the next one comes from or we respond to Ad Calarum. Says welcome to the show. Nice. I am sure a few of us would enjoy sitting on T10 speed runs. And yes, I definitely would. Like I said, I need to definitely uh, what do you call it? Uh, leech some gear. So <laughs> I'd be glad to get some freebie <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Yep, <laughs> and I literally mean sitting in because I would just sit there and watch and declare that. Oh yeah, go, yeah, wow. yeah, definitely. That's you know, what I would be doing cool. as well. You clear, yeah, that's then I come out and pick doing. stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, we we like to pull our weight too when we can. When we can, but I, I don't know. T ten, I can't. I have I can't no do that problem right now. not pulling my weight. <laughs> <laughs> Heckerose says that shattered stone almost Paragon 300 farming Greater Rift 40 for gem upgrades. Uh, oh, if cool. you can farm that, then congratulations. That's uh, quite a nice. uh, quite an achievement. So, those were the tweets as of February 24th. 
and or today, so right before the show. So the next tweets we have were our question of the show from our last episode on the 22nd. And that was, how did you feel about the conclusion of Reaper of Souls? And I remember we asked that question when Ro was on. Uh, we did get some responses, and the first one came from at Walkman8, and he says, at Shattered Stone, blah, ending. Get magic ghost powers five minutes before the fight, another boring circle boss room, opening ending, and nada since, nada since for two years. Yeah, I, I, can, I can agree with that. I wasn't very you know happy with the ending too so and maybe you know i could have expected a little bit different maybe a little bit more exciting of an end boss i mean the boss was cool but the fight itself didn't seem that spectacular i mean especially though it's supposed to be after diablo and diablo seemed a little bit better since you go to like the second world at least and then come back but i can agree with you on that one you guys and I can I can agree with the circle room, you know, where mm-hmm. there's so many that are circles, and um, you know it was pretty I, I small know, the, too for what his abilities were. It was a small were. area, and yeah, because he had all that stuff that he was like pushing out, and it was hard to avoid, you know, especially those like skulls that go flying around the room, you know, mm-hmm. that point in the in the battle. Um, I thought those were cool the first time because I I went into it blind. I didn't look up any details on what the fight was like or or anything like that. So when those skulls started flying around, I'm like, that's pretty cool oh wait i'm dead you know but um <laughs> and then after the first time though you see it it kind of gets old you know i it's wish not as much of a shock i wish the bosses were a lot bigger again you know um kind of like how belial was how he started small and then got really huge and did something cool like that mm-hmm. i wish the other bosses would kind of be like that because i feel like they're just another monster in a way you know uh based on like their size and how they are um i wish you know it would almost if like you know back before diablo came out and we saw like that siege breaker type of guy how huge he was when you pick up the barbarians mm-hmm. and rip them apart that was so cool and i was actually quite depressed when that didn't come through it was probably a lot more difficult to make it and that could have been like one shots where people would be you know upset about but I don't know. I thought it was awesome. I just wish the bosses were a little bit more elaborate when it comes to like the excitement level. So, and that's like throughout the whole game. So. Well, yeah, yeah. But I think with um, I think with the Malthiel fight that we're talking about, um, as far as that, I think you'd have to like the story is what's supposed to make him a big deal, mm-hmm. you know. So I mean, the first time you go through, it's kind of like, oh wow, you're fighting Malthiel. But after that. Yeah, I I never <laughs> really go back to Melthiel unless I have to. So I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know. Like if I'm playing hardcore and I get a bounty for Melthiel, I'm like, nope. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I skip it even when I'm playing like levels where I can go through, and I'll also skip Adria for now on, no matter what. She's like my new. Well, after what Belial. happened to you, yeah. She's like my new Belial. <laughs> oh, I know. I used to hate Belial, and now I'm like getting used to. I Belial used to be afraid much, to fight Belial in hardcore on normal back in the day. You know, not so much oh, yeah. now, but before, oh, right. it was so crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just remember the first time going through Belial, like, and I was playing softcore, and I was just dying and dying and dying. I was so frustrated. Now it's not <laughs> as big a deal, I guess. But um, I don't know what changed. I don't know if the fight changed or the difficulty changed. He was or if nerfed. I just got better at the game. Yeah, he was. He yeah, was. He that's was probably it. Nerfed. I mean, if you play him in the hard difficulties, it can still be very challenging. But um, even there, it's not nearly as hard as it used to be. Yeah, it's no, different. I Definitely the first different. Time going through that was hard. Hmm. 
At the Alienationer comes to us and says, Add Shatterstone, unfulfilled and disappointed. So that would be two Aww. for unsatisfied, unfortunately. Um, the next week comes from Ad Shepherd underscore Seja, and he says, At Shattered Stone, lame. So, not too many happy uh, responses so far. Looks like it's kind of a trend. Right. Uh, we'll see what the next one says. And that comes from At Pergomaster. He says, At Shatterstone, unfinished both on this story and missing of real Blizzard cinematic. Waiting for. Waiting, waiting for an extension to complete that an extension to complete that yeah i'm gonna totally agree with program master i wanted there to be a cinematic at the end extremely bad because i love their cinematics and i feel like i kind of copped out doing uh um like a comic style cinematic yeah they know? did they did like the comic style that you get when you like start a new character or whatever yeah. and you go through story mode and you get those little comic pieces in between now, i love the artwork of that just right. as what it is but it is not an ending a cinematic right it's true yeah. i think that really needed an ending cinematic i mean at least a small one but yeah i really wish it did but i think the reason they might have done it that way though is because um I don't know that they, like... I think it might just be the sure. Like, what cost. do you do from there? You know, it's, they're so expensive to do, too. Or at least you show them uh, The cost could be. Yeah. but Yeah, I mean, the cost could be, but in addition to that, like, that, you know, that series of drawings or whatever is talking about, you know, a, a, a new, you know, a Nephilim, and what if the Nephilim goes evil or whatever, and, and mm. how would you... They wanted it to match up to the character you were playing, so you'd have to do several different, like... You right. know what I mean? You'd have to load up several different ones to match not only the character that your uh, character class you're playing, but the gender of yeah, the character class you're playing. I think they could have playing. had so that, I think that might have been a problem. That seemed easy, and then as well as had like a, a cinematic of just like Malthale dying or something, like falling that? or something. Right. Yeah, and maybe like all of the evils like leaving him. You know, right? That would have been really like cool. the lesser and greater evils like escaping from Malthale's. I guess corpse would be the word, even though angels are kind of not quite anyway. Um, <laughs> but that would have been cool. They could have done that and then gone into the comic part. But anyway, I don't yeah. know how you These guys all good feel. Points, period. Uh, but I have a question, and I might even add this to uh, another question of the show. One of these, uh, one of these times, how do you guys feel about the trailers and and all, or the cinematics as a as a whole? And what I mean by that is. I love the, the cinematics that we got, right? But what disappoints me is the fact that before the game came out, almost all of them were seen. Okay, so when the game came out, I was excited to see more or new ones, and it's like they were all kind of spoiled for me and out already because they used those for like trailers and everything. And my recommendation, if anyone from Blizzard ever listened to us, is that I hope that either next time, uh, new expansion via new game, whatever that save those cinematics for the game please um i really really get excited for that like when i was playing diablo 2 and after every act you got a cinematic which they were even amazing back then it's so i can't wait to see it and then just knowing that that's all i get after i you know conquer that because that's what i feel like is my reward for being an act in, in campaign mode because uh, that's like one of my favorite things and then just having nothing because I already saw it or just giving it away it feels like there wasn't much of a reward to me for beating it you know 
I can kind of agree with that, but at the same time, not in one specific instance. Because I remember that the Asmodon one was released, and that's where, uh, you know, Leah's falling asleep, and she wakes up, and there's Asmodon yelling at her. You know, that whole thing. You guys mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about, yep. right? Yep. Okay, yep. so now when it was released, it looked as though Asmodon was just yelling at Leah, you know? And we kind of knew who Leah was, sort of, from previous cinematics that had been released in pieces at least um, and we knew you know like this is, this is a bad thing happening here but when you get through the game and you go through story mode it kind of becomes more clear that Asmodon's really yelling at Diablo that was in Leah right for sure you know and that you you can't get that context unless yeah, you're playing yeah. the game. I so totally with that one, that. I feel like yeah. they del- they still had like something you know sort of secret or unknown, even though we'd seen the For footage sure. and we'd heard the audio. We didn't quite know exactly what was happening in that one, but I don't think that was entirely true with the rest. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I totally see the Easter egg part of it, but what I'm saying, mm-hmm. I guess, is just the actual cinematic itself. I'd like to just see something. That's cool that you know that. Um, once you play it, but I just would I just like think it'd be awesome to have another one. like basically at the end of for instance Act Five would have been really cool just to have a, a CGI cinematic, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. And I do yeah. understand that Blizzard has like the most amazing ones and I'm sure they're very expensive and very hard and very long to do. But, you know, I think it's kinda like a reward to the player and I think they make enough money off their games that they can afford it. <laughs> Well, that's my opinion, <laughs> so there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what they can afford. I mean, I don't know what those cost. I have no idea, but um, yeah, I think it would be, you know, to, if they do an expansion, it would be good to not release the entire cinematic from the expansion mm-hmm. and, as yeah, a selling point. Yeah, they didn't point, do every you know? single one. There was, I think, two of them No, were, but it would have mm-hmm. been cool to have at least something fresh at the end of each act that wasn't seen. So, yeah. yeah. It's just my own opinion. Yeah, um, do you, the other thing that I, I'm looking at is, you know, for me, Blizzard has been a very good storyteller, even sometimes a master storyteller in their games. And Diablo started out as a very good story to talk about, you know, bringing this whole Diablo back into the universe and you know, connecting all the dots that haven't been connected before, like bringing in the uh, Injera's Council and, you know, trying to finish out the whole Harajim storyline with... Um, Deckard Kane and, you know, Leah and, and, you know, Adria are bringing these characters back and kind of trying to finish off their story one way or another. But yet the story itself, you know, once you've defeated Malthiel, just ends. And it's not even, like, it feels like it's a uh, cliffhanger almost. Not not even a good cliffhanger, just kind of a, hey, wait, show, you know, let's show you coming next week, you know, that kind of thing. You almost think that that's why some people really think there's another expansion mm-hmm. coming because that seems like just mm-hmm. like a filler expansion and they didn't tell anything. So the next expansion will be more towards the story. Yeah. Right. And they also left out, this isn't about the cinematics exactly, but they also left out, like, when you go through Act 5, your followers each have a special little, like, I'm going to say quest for you to do. Yep. You know, where you go with one of them and there's more story to there. And, and um, actually the... Um, Shen does too, but the followers specifically do. And you get some closure with the one with the Enchantress and the one with the Templar. But 
the scoundrel, there's, you know, you come back, and I hope I'm not spoiling this for anyone who hasn't played through Act 5 yet, but if you haven't played through Act 5, then fast forward just a little bit here and miss this, otherwise I'm spoiling something. Um, you end up with that, you know, there's a, a letter that appears from someone in the scoundrel's past to not completely spoil everything. And it sits there, you know? Mm-hmm. It kind of feels like, here's where you go for the next expansion. You kind of find out what happened with, with his past and that person in his past. But it doesn't. It just sort of stops, mm-hmm. you know? And so I could see where that would be. Oh, next expansion. You must. They must be finishing that out. But mm-hmm. who knows now if they're even going to have another expansion. Right. Well, I know? think half the reason everybody says there's no expansion, too, is the fact that... They think, oh, all this stuff has been added to the game. What more could they want to put into it to make an expansion worth it? And I think there's actually a lot of stuff that could be put into it. I mean, I was saying on an earlier show that, you know, a new act and a new character alone would make me buy another expansion. (laughs) So, I mean, I don't care. New story. I don't need a bunch of new stuff. I'm just happy with having more areas to play, more storyline, and another uh, character class. I still think it would be awesome to have a vitality-based class, you know, like a healer even, or something. It would be so cool. So, I mean, who knows, but that's what I think we should have. Well, I could see another class. I could. I don't know what it would be, but I could see it. Well, yeah. seeing as we have two of everything else, I think that we should either have some kind of uh, universal style class or a vitality-based class, which I think the vitality-based class would probably be very, very hard to um, balance is why they wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, I mean, vitality is going to give people so much toughness. Right, if that's their base, but you'd almost have to have it be a universal class with vitality being the best, you know. So it's it's a lot of it's easier said than done. So I don't you know blame them if they wouldn't do anything like that. But it would be cool. Yeah, and one more thing about this was I've been uh, on BlizzPro. There was a great article by Hot Streak. Um, it's called "From Hell's Heart: The Future of Diablo." He uh, published it about a month ago. And I was reading through it um, earlier today and was really struck because there's a couple things he pointed out. Like, back in 2008, there was an um, an interview with Jay Wilson with MTV Multiplayer where he said that we're not saying this is the end of the Diablo universe, but we're trying to bring the storyline to a close. It's not just Diablo 3. We've got plans beyond. So, you know, and but I oh. mean, things have changed a lot even in the game since then itself you know that this was like eight years ago this is kind of hey we're looking into the future this is what we're thinking as well as some of the other things like uh you know that we had that leaked product slate from like 2010 and the end of 2015 was supposed to be diablo 3 second expansion which actually ended up being around the time of 2.4 just after that you know so it could have been most of those things may have been originally planned for an expansion and either they, you know, do something with a patch. But I think they really, even if they say, okay, you know what, we're going to go and have Diablo 4. And we're going to release that in another year, year and a half. They have to make sure that Diablo 3 story actually finishes. Because right now it doesn't. You know, right now it leaves you like, to a story who knows question. what can happen. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. I, I would like to see that there's another a expansion st- coming in. 
And it, right. you know, uh, Hot Streak even puts a, a good point in there with all the other games that have been so, you know, front and center, like uh, Overwatch coming out and a new WoW expansion and StarCraft having their final story told. That maybe it was just a a decision by the company to say, you know what, let's we have all these other games already going. Let's you know, Diablo's in a good spot. You know, we'll give a really big patch. Let's hold off. Exactly, a hold while. off. Yeah. Let's create an epic final story, another expansion, close everything out, and that like that's what I'm hoping for. Not that it's you know there's any indication it will happen, but it would be really good if they did. Jen, do you know who writes the story? Who's the main writer of the story when it comes to the games? Um, I don't know off the top of my head. I figure it's probably oh, yeah. a group. Right, you know? okay, that's what I thought. I think it would be cool if they just had like Richard Knack write the story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he's done a lot of... I mean, he's done he's the Cinema series, think, right? and he's done... Um, I don't I don't know. I, I don't know how For that collaboration reason, came to be or how it works. I have no idea. I thought when we had him on that mm-hmm. one time, I thought we asked him if he is given or asked ideas, and he said, "Yeah." I thought I wasn't. I can't. I think maybe. Much. I it's been a while since we've you know done that show, but um, yeah, he's done a lot, and he wrote. Um, is it is it Moon of the Spider that has Zale? Yep. Is that the one? Uh, um, yeah. Moon of the Spider Zale and, Humbert, and so. uh, Kingdom of Shadows um, both have Zale and Humbert in it. Right, and. And then uh, Nate Kenyon picked him up for uh, Stor- Storm of Light, right? So um, he's in there too. So oh, I haven't read that, so that makes me want to read it even more. I've had Storm of Light for so long, and I haven't read it. I don't yeah. know why, uh, but I really want to read it. Yeah, he's, he's in I'm there. Gonna, I, you'll, I think you'll like it. I'll like read it straight through and never stop, but I just, for some reason, yeah. I haven't. So. Yeah, um, but I, I suspect it's probably a group that's figuring out like the, what the in-game story will be you know right and um i think really when they quick, get to the point where they're like I'm okay forget, yeah is the order before storm of light or after before 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 okay i have to get the order takes place it. um the order is sort of before uh what we've been referring to as chocolate diablo you know okay um the original diablo comes out it kind of sets you up and puts you uh at a point where you can understand you know, if you've never played the game, you know, you were too young or you never heard of it or you just didn't bother, you know, who are these people? <laughs> you know, and it really goes into the background of Deckard Cain. <laughs> That's okay. Um, but the order goes into like the background of Deckard Cain and then the Haradrim, that kind of stuff. Um, and it kind of explains, you know, how he ended up raising a kid that isn't his, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and then Storm of Light takes place right between, uh, as we've referred to it, Chocolate Diablo and Reaper of Souls expansion and sort of fills in the gap between the two you know the story that happened in between which is blizzard does this sometimes it's like you you know stuff happened but you won't get the full story unless you read the book yeah and you know the whole reason i asked that so that's where that one's at i was trying to think i think there's a reason why i didn't read storm of light and it's because i wanted to read the order first or something like that but yeah i apologize you, for you don't necessarily have to you really <laughs> no, don't they, okay. they're kind of independent you could pick them up one or the other they're not a series kind of thing like the sin war was a series where you had to read them in order mm-hmm. but these two you don't have to read in a particular order mm-hmm. um unless you're trying to stay within the chronology of the universe the diablo universe or the game itself right. you know um but you could pick it up without reading the first one and do just fine and you could you know reverse it and you know be fine right so, okay yeah. cool 
and I don't remember what I was saying other than um, I think what I was trying to say was I suspect, you know, if they're going to do an expansion, because so far the two books that have come out have been tied to an expansion, essentially. You know, I mean, the, the original game and then expansion. If they do another expansion, they might have another book. So I figure they've got a team going, here's our storyline. Okay, this is all mapped out. We know for sure this is the the lore and the story in the background we're going to like fill in for this expansion. Now let's get someone to write a book. You know what I mean? Like I think they kind of have it all in mind before they get another book out. So I think there's a team. I don't think there's one person out there writing it all. Right. Which I, that's what I expected for the the game. I just it wasn't sure if there was one like head person that really gets to say, "Okay, that's it." You know, which there probably is, but um well, let's find out. Mhm. <laughs> Well, while she's doing that, um, I'm going to go ahead, before uh, we dive into our emails and before she, uh, while she's doing that, remind everyone that we do have a Patreon campaign, and that's where you can help support the show. You can become a patron uh, of the Shattered Soulstone by going to patreon.com slash soulstone and making a monthly pledge. Each and every pledge is greatly appreciated, and as we talked about before, um, everyone's going to be getting, a, that is currently pledging, will be getting an email talking about that. And we're probably going to be switching our Patreon around a little bit too. So keep an eye out. And um, if you become a Patreon today, once again, by going to patreon.com slash soulstone. And it's much, much appreciated. And we thank you very much for our current patrons. Uh, We don't currently have any new patrons as of uh, February 5th is the last time we checked. And I I think as of right now, we don't have any new ones either. But I do want to thank you and let you know that we greatly appreciate uh, those of you who are currently patrons. So, thank you. Okay, I think I have an answer. Um, Just a quick scan without really delving into too much more than what Google brings up. Um, It appears a lot of people are referring to uh, the D3 team as writing it, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, there's, uh, there was a thing here about, from 2014 from PC Gamer that referred to lead content designer, uh, Kevin Martins, but that doesn't mean he's writing the whole thing, you know? You know what I'm saying? So I think, I suspect it's a team, and, and I, until I have time to dig further, that's what I'm gonna go with. Yep, and it's probably a unanimous decision then. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But, of course, you know, Roe would probably be like, get that team in a big, long line, put his hand up, and just run across all the faces when it comes to Kane's story. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, th- you know, a lot of people were upset about Kane's story, <laughs> and uh, I, you know, I was as well, but if the concept is that they're wrapping up the storyline of Diablo in Diablo 3... You almost that gotta probably had feel to happen like, at some point. Yeah, you almost gotta feel like no matter what they would have done, because Kane was a beloved character, if you kill him, mm-hmm. they're gonna hate you. If you don't kill him, they'll be like, why isn't he dead yet? <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, if you think about it, I mean, Diablo 1, you had Deckard Kane, you had Adria, mm-hmm. uh, you had the Skeleton King, you had the Butcher. By the time you get to through, uh, you know, the game as it is current, they're all dead, mm-hmm. you know? So I can see where they're wrapping up a lot of it, you know. You know what? I'm surprised that Pepin was never kept or brought back. <laughs> right? <laughs> Do you, rem- you remember who Pepin is, right, Jen? 
I don't remember right Captain now. Captain is a very knowledgeable healer as well in Diablo 1 that you bought the oh, right. potions and yes. stuff from. Yeah, I mean, I actually got confused and used to think that Farnum was uh, Maris or Marius, however you pronounce the guy's name, in Diablo 2 at first. Because he was like, oh. remember Farnum the Drunk? That was kind of hidden Right, I the, remember, yeah. yeah. I thought that was supposed to be Marius in Diablo 2, who Bale was originally talking to, you know? But I was wrong there, because I went back and realized they had different names. But, yeah, it'd be cool to have something like that, like little guys like the NPCs like that come back that you notice, too. It, you know? That'd be kind of neat. Well, I think instead they just sort of have, you know, healers in all the towns instead. Like, it's it's a group of them. It's not just one dude now. Right. Well, I, what 20, I years, 20 years after Tristram falls, exactly. you know, they've and had more than one. Old, but so is uh, Kane. But I actually felt like when I played right. the other one that Pepin was more important than Kane. You know, so... But they chose Kane. Well, I mean, yeah, he heals yeah. you all the time. You need that to keep playing. Kind of the know? same. But, well, I meant, like, yeah. with his story, too. Uh, he seemed like he knew a lot. But I guess it could have been, like, either one. He didn't need both of them. So Kane made more sense right. because he was the identifier yeah, that, and stuff. that makes yeah. sense. Well, yeah, I mean, he had a lot of story behind him and all that. Right. And uh, being, you know, the one who took care of Leah. Yeah. If Leah's going to be your character mm-hmm. in the new stuff, you need that. Yeah, but Farnham actually does make it into D3 because he's... Um, He's a, a, a gold monster that appears sometimes in some of the cellars in Act 1 when you're first starting out. Oh, really? Yeah, sometimes he's there, and, and it's na- his name is Farnum, and I can't remember what the little detail underneath the name was, but that's got to be who they mean. Right, Farnum the Drunk is what he was called. You know yeah. what I need to do is I want to go back, and I haven't played a campaign in forever, so maybe I will do it, but even when I... Initially played campaign. I felt like I got a little rushed because I was trying to catch up with people at that time. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to go back and just really, really listen to the story and just. I mean, you, you almost have to play alone to do that unless you have someone else that wants to really do it with you. Right. But mm-hmm. um, I kind of want to go back, pick a character that I know I like, really, really want to play as with the story, and just totally slow play the whole game and listen to as much story as I possibly can and try to find all the books and stuff which you know and then I get achievements for it too so what the hey but I would be really really cool to go Uh back and do that I think yeah totally do it that's why I played Diablo 1 again to go hear the story so Mm -hmm. (laughs) right yeah yeah if if I if my computer would run those things I probably would try that again but I'm on a Mac so I mean I just did Diablo 1 so Diablo 2 is so long. (laughs) Right, right. And I think, like, anyone who hasn't done the storyline in a while, um, sometimes stuff's added here and there. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you may have missed something. I missed a lot, because whenever I listen to one of your lore corners, which I love, I have to say, (laughs) (laughs) I get to hear about NPCs that I haven't paid attention to, you know, and that I've missed. Yeah, I guess... Go, yeah, well, I guess with that is it's just sort of where my brain goes as I'm playing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, who is this character? How come? How did this happen? And so then you end up with a lore corner about it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, when I originally played Diablo One and stuff, when I first got into it, I remember I had to sit and go back all the time and into town and see if there was anything new to hear about and stuff because I loved to hear in the story. Mm-hmm. So I did that too. And I did yeah. that in Diablo Two, mostly when I was playing alone. But you know, once I got stuck to, in Diablo Three, I never really had the opportunity to where I was stuck playing um, offline and only with myself, mm-hmm. like I did when I was playing Diablo One and Two. I had both experiences of being 
all to myself, so that's what I did for fun. And with Diablo mm -hmm. 3, it was straight to always online, so I spent so much time just like skipping all of them and wanting to be, you know, with everybody else and trying to progress instead of paying attention to storyline, which I, I love storyline, so I should pay more attention. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, well, just go back and do it. You know? Yeah, definitely. Why not? I think I'm going mm -hmm. to. Um, maybe I'll maybe I'll make it like a season six thing or something, but I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> or you know even yeah. season five now that I'm kind of done you know or yeah in between who knows we'll see what happens so mm -hmm. well are we ready to hop into our emails ah uh, sounds like a good I idea. think so okay mm -hmm. well we have a couple of them this this show and they're both well one's kind of big one's kind of medium so um I guess I'll take the big one seeing as though you guys will probably have to take over a lot of the links and stuff because I don't know all those and you'll be talking a lot so okay. I'll give you guys a break. <laughs> so the okay. the first email comes from Dylan Carlson and he writes to Shatterstone and he says, "Hey guys and gal, I hope you are all doing well and I hope you are all back together reading this or soon after." I'm sorry to hear that Lantonio got into an accident, and I hope he is getting better. Well, I am, so I thank you very much, and I appreciate you caring. So, moving on. He says, last episode, Jen, you mentioned that you kind of wished you would have made a barbarian. I don't blame you. They are all around fun without armor sets. However, I must say, late in the game, with the barbarian, it is so hard to make yourself stronger. At least for me, it has been. So, my far... So... So by far my strongest build is my Might of the Earth set with eight of my with eight of my twelve pieces ancient, and I still only okay I still have there we go I still have only been able to barely get through Greater Rift sixty solo, though I know how to make myself stronger with this set and with other sets. Finding the pieces I need is extremely difficult. Mm. That being said, I just created a seasonal crusader level leveled her to 70 and started up with the invoker set i just cleared greater rift 65 solo in just under 10 minutes and i only have six ancient pieces out of my 13 pieces equipped and i still don't have a con shield well just real quick that's about where i was but uh, i'm not greater rift 65 i'm probably down to about 35 but and that's in hardcore and i can't find that a con shield either so you probably feel my pain <laughs> mm. i that's probably why uh that right there, the Akan Shield Dylan, is why is probably why I died with Adria because they wouldn't give it to me. So <laughs> I that must be it. That must be the reason. <laughs> very, it's a very, very, very strong shield actually. So it probably had a big thing to do with it because my shield was garbage. So anyway, I only have around 20 hours of gameplay in my Crusader, while I have around 120 hours in my Barbarian. The difference in power in defense is crazy. I also think it's funny that I can stand still in a group of enemies on Torment 10 and they all die without me attacking them. <laughs> it's so fun to watch. And it is. It's great. Uh, it reminds, oh, I bet that is. Yeah. yeah it, it reminds me of, you know, my invoker set and it's making me miss it because I die. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> you know, and that was my first Aww. death too and I really enjoyed playing that guy. Anyway. I'm not in any means saying that Barbarians is weak or the Crusaders is overpowered. I'm just saying the difference in the amount of time it takes to make them strong enough for greater Rift 60 or higher is pretty crazy and definitely something worth taking note of. Um, 
I think that could possibly be that uh, the sets that are given and the type of gameplay that are given with the Crusader, the Invoker set's really, really good. And I'm not sure which set comes, okay, Might of the Earth might not be as good as that, and because you get that set right from Hadra's Gift and you don't have to go search for it is why the amount of time is different. So that might be a, uh, something of why it's taking the time as well. And of course, you know, it just depends on what gear you find, of course, as well. But moving on I know that depending on what you're building it can take long because you need very specific pieces but in general what order would you put the classes in based on how quickly you can make torment 10 worthy character class I kinda read that a little too fast to get the question so I know that depending on what you're building it can take longer because you need very specific pieces but in general what order would you put the classes in based on how quickly you can make torment oh okay I understand I understand what he's saying there he's saying that and which which classes would we say are like the easiest to get to torment 10 and I don't know about you guys but it seemed like everyone that had a, a demon hunter because of their how just insanely tough they get would just smoke their way to torment 10 this season what about you guys yeah it seems like that to me too um, I think with ah I, I was gonna say I don't know, I really haven't played enough of the other classes, but it doesn't sound like wizards are up there. So it almost sounds like wizards are down towards the bottom of that list. I mean, uh, yeah, so probably go, um, what do you call it? What you were just saying. <laughs> um, demon hunters, what Yeah, I said, demon hunters, and probably like monks, and then. Demon hunters, monks, crusaders. Crusaders, barbarians. Witch doctors, uh, witch and doctor, then and then wizard. Yeah, I don't know though. Yeah, I mean, it, I don't know. Other people. I haven't played all the classes with everything. I just know with what this season, with with the people I've seen, what kind of classes they have, and where they're at. So, I haven't really seen many, uh, unfortunately, many witch doctors doing. Unless maybe there's just not a lot of witch doctors being played this season. But I haven't seen many witch no, doctors no. doing torment ten. And I also haven't seen many um, wizards doing Torment 10, but the few wizards I did see were at Torment 10, because I just didn't mm -hmm. see many wizards, period. So, you know, it's it's a hard question to answer. But anyway, I mean, only ahead, people Richard. who've been playing multiple classes will be, be able to answer that question a lot better. Mm -hmm. um, so, if anybody has an idea, go ahead and send us an email. Show at shatteredzone.com. In addition to this, like, I've never been on Torment 10, so no matter what I've done with all of the classes, because I've played all of them, um, you know, I have no idea how long it would take, you know? <laughs> There's uh, a lot of classes where I haven't really even gotten a full set in because I haven't gotten that far in the game um, due to just life in general and, and health issues, I guess, but um, I don't know. It'd be interesting yeah, for people to send in what they think about that, like, how, uh, what the order would be with that. You know, there's probably on one of the Diablo sites, there's probably a statistical graph that shows where they're at because you know how they always show what class of the month is popular and who's mm -hmm. playing what. Exactly. There's probably one of those. I don't know which sites to look, but I'm guessing there probably is. But I'm going to go back to his email to finish it off quick. Um, we got another paragraph in about a half here. So on another quick topic, topic... A friend of mine hates to use builds that everyone else has and he always try, strives to make builds that are so out of the box that they work and 
so that they work and are torment ten worthy. His most recent build is currently in, in, in uh, infatuated with his frenzy build with his barbarian. He capitalizes on the attack speed he gets from his stacks of frenzy, and he gets AOE from battle rage with the bloodshed rune that makes critical hits cause explosion of blood dealing damage to all other surrounding enemies. It is crazy how often bloodshed rune procs. He, he likes to use weapon throw for the pesky flying demons that like to run from you, but that is one ability that he can be subs that can be substituted for another ability that matches your playstyle. He does not run with any spenders so he can have the 50% damage reduction from the Killa Curly as chest piece. His frenzy build is actually very successful on Torment 10 and very devastating to the Ubers as well. If you want a very fun build to run on Torment 10, I highly recommend it. But all credit goes to Trevilianus number 1767. So that must be his friend that's doing the build. Yep. Uh, if you guys would like more on this build or are curious about any other builds that he has come up with, like this... Endless Phalanx build for the Crusader. I'm sure he would be happy to either get in touch or share them with everyone himself, ev with everyone himself, or give information for me to share. That leads me to the question: Have any of you created or run into unique and strong builds? I'm guessing of our own. So I personally haven't really done any. Well, when I, back when I played the Witch Doctor, I I did my own kind of uh, summoning build per se. Um, it's been around now more that people would probably say, ah, I've seen that a hundred times, but I kind of used to do my own little, or like I'd have the dogs, and then I would have, I'm trying to remember how I built it, because it's been a long time ago, it's like back in uh, Chocolate, I would do like the where the dogs hit, and I made them basically block everything, and then I'd use, it was like, I think Soul Harvest, man, I haven't played in so long, the Witch Doctor, I'm trying to remember it. I think it was soul to waste and mm. basically just kept buffing the dogs and then I'd use like a sacrifice build where they just kept blowing them all up and then I know I, I had it kind of I hadn't seen like a sacrifice where the dogs and then like the cooldown of dogs would do anything to get them to just keep blowing them up and then I saw that come out into play where they got it got like really powerful and then a lot of people did the dog sacrifice build but that was a really cool one that I did back in the day um, other than that, I don't think I really did any other ones, but uh, you guys? I think with me, season one, I was playing a barbarian. I was playing softcore, I think. And um, this was before, you know, long before the uh, Kanai's Cube and all that other stuff. But I built like a barbarian army, you know? <laughs> and I had um, most of the Immortal Kings, and I had both of the Bulkatho swords that you could dual wield. Um, so I had that, and then I had the uh, the token that makes your Templar uh, invincible, so he doesn't die. And then I had the um, enough of the Immortal Kings stuff to make the Ancients basically stick around forever. You know, so you use the, what's the skill? Where you get the Ancients that pop up, you get the three guys. Um, you, so you start, you know, call you, you call them up right away. Yeah, to call the Agents. I should have known that. Um, you basically <laughs> you call, said it. <laughs> I basically said it without realizing it, yeah. Um, so you call up the Ancients right away and you just run through your game and uh, you've got, you know, 
you've got the three of them there pretty much forever unless you know they die and then you can just bring them back after a cooldown and then I had uh, I think I had whatever uh, little dog pet was available at the time or from before that I had that which doesn't do much for you then you use the ring that gives you uh, I think it's the Nagel ring that gives you the exploding lunatics you know so you get all those guys and if you put on um, the ring with the uh, the puzzle ring with the treasure goblin and I had like an army like coming with me and this was before like I said can I cube where you could throw stuff in and get some of those extra things for it. Um, now, since then, a whole bunch of people also did that, too. So I don't know that I originated it or anything. They may have done it first. I didn't know about it when I was doing it. Um, it's possible we all came to the same conclusion with that, but that was so much fun. <laughs> it was so much fun to play. I thought That's of another small thing I one that with. I did last season. I did kind of a small build with the Broken Promises ring with the Barbarian, where I had absolutely no crit chance on anything, and used that to, to get my crits, and I was using basically a spin to win bar, but I did uh, Broken Promises, I put no crit chance on anything, and because you hit so fast with spin, that I pretty much had 100% crit chance all the time, and I was able to get that up to, uh, I don't think, was Torment 10 even available then? Last season, or I don't season think so. Four, whichever. Oh, last season. It was season. I. You know, it think was it was last season. Whatever season, season six, where there was only Torment Six available, it was the last season for that. But I did that. I want to say that was season three, mm -hmm. maybe. Maybe. It was one of those, but yeah, I did that one. Yeah, and the only thing I kind of done was like a wave of mutilation type build, where I'm sending like piranhas kind of out. And just resetting it as quickly po as possible with cooldown. So then I just kind of keep spamming that and then hitting everything up with dots. So nothing got really close to me. It just kept getting pushed back. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I, I don't know. I really never hit Torment 10 with that. I think the most I did was like Torment 8. I don't think I hit Torment 10 with anything that I built on my own. <laughs> Not yet anyway, because of... The best I got to Torment 10 was probably this season with the Invoker, and then I thought I was okay, and I got killed, so I obviously wasn't even ready for it. <laughs> oh, you anyway, just to finish up Dylan's email, um, he puts down his battle tag, battle tag as uh, Vespertilio on hashtag 1189, and he actually, because um, I probably did it bad... Gave the pronouncement or the pronunciation, and it's. I think it was me. Yeah. And it's Vespertilio, and he says, "Haha, I was curious to see how you would pronounce it the first time. It is Latin for bat. There is no W in the Latin language that makes the sound of it, or there's nothing that makes the sound of a W. And the V. Oh, okay. That's all for now. See you all in game. Well, thanks for the email, and this. I remember his name. He's the one that uh, had the big story of like his uh, stepdad and stuff he played with, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just wanted to say to him that that email was awesome. It totally reminded me of like me and my brother-in-law because uh, I did like, basically the same thing as you. We came very, very close via the game, like Diablo. Uh, started with Diablo 2 and stuff, but we, you know, did tons and tons of. Uh, game and stuff together and it's pretty much what brought us together as well so that was kind of a trip down memory lane but anyway um, we do have another email it comes from Funktropus and let's see any takers either or <laughs> you want to do this one 
I'll do it. It's fine. Okay, Jen. Do you want to do it? Fine. Yeah. I don't care. All right, Jen, I, I go think ahead. I'm probably going to be talking. All right, I'll do it. <laughs> so this is from Functropus. He says, "Hello, soul stoners. I write today with bittersweet feelings a brewing in my heart. I finished chapter four with a Zunamasa witch doctor build that was whooping ass. Thirty-three million toughness and the whole nine yards. Steamrolling torment seven until I got to the Act Two key warden area. Was mopping up an area and I." noticed that a few times my health would get chewed up lickety split despite the fact that I couldn't tell what was hurting me should have realized it was time to get the freak out of there too late my deeds will be remembered killed by unknown which I feel is kind of stupid I was literally standing there no monsters on my screen my pets were off killing things I'm sure and boom my health disappears my hypothesis is that something had reflex damage and my pets unloaded on them which reflected back at me and Nuff said. I'm not sure I have enough patience to level up another witch doctor this season, but ah hell, I probably will. I'm just salty. Signed, Functro Pissy. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. Functro Pissy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the best. Aw. Yeah, I mean, it's sad what happened, you know. Um, that's I never thought about that if you're if you're uh you know your dogs or whatever are off killing stuff for you and it's reflecting damage back at you but you can't see it because it's not on the screen I mean that's a bummer you know wow killed by unknown that's that's a bummer but functro pissy had me laughing when I saw that the first time I'm like oh my goodness mm-hmm. <laughs> you know <laughs> well, anyway usually 90% of the time killed by unknowns your DC as well and stuff so it's like ugh that's true. You know, you don't know what it was when you disconnected, but in this case, he didn't disconnect. It was just something off screen, which is, that's kind of a, a rotten mechanism of the game to not, you know what I mean? To have something reflect back on you, but you can't see it, you know? Anyway. Mm-hmm. So shifting over into some of the uh, links and stuff that we've brought to the show, there's one I brought in, and it's from a forum post over on the Battle.net Diablo site, and it's it was titled, I Really Do Not Enjoy Taguk, which is, if anyone doesn't know, um, that's a legendary gem that uh, gives you uh, 0.5%. You gain 0.5% increased damage for three seconds after spending primary resource. It effect, The effect stacks up to 20 times. If you get that gem to rank 25, then you also get uh, a gain 0.5% increased armor for every stack. So that's that's what this is. I think I have one of these. I don't think I've ever used it. Um, but people have, and they're not thrilled. <laughs> so they the original poster uh, was someone named Kalika, if I've written that right, and uh, I think that's who it was. And so his original comment, and I'm assuming him, I don't know anyone's gender on the forum, so I'm just going with him in this case. I may be wrong. Um, but Kalika wrote, I'm, not, sh- I'm sh- not sure I'm the only one, but I'm kind of tired of being pigeonholed into using this really annoying gem. I pretty much just worry about not losing my stacks for the entire Greater Rift instead of paying attention to what I'm killing. Is it game-breaking? No, just really annoying. Losing 8-4 stacks, which makes almost a full minute to restack, is super depressing. Now I think what a good option for this would be if you miss the timer that you 
lose half your stacks and continue to half until under 10, which then drops it entirely. But honestly, I think the game is in a pretty good state versus when it was first released, and I'm happy with how well it's turning out. Sure, there are issues, but I still enjoy playing. So basically, he's not someone who's like hating the game and mad and everything, but he's not thrilled with this particular legendary gem that he feels like he needs to use. You know, mm-hmm. pigeonholed into it indicates you feel like this is what you must do. And uh, senior technical game designer Wyatt Chang actually responded fairly quickly to this. Now, he, this wasn't the only person in that forum. There were other people chiming in in agreement as well. I just didn't want to copy the entire forum into the show. You know, yep. um, so. Wyatt Chang responds, he says, Taguk feels too too necessary for a number of builds that it doesn't fit well into. Every gem should have a specific use. Zai's Stone of Vengeance is an example of a gem we think works well. It's used by people who want a ranged playstyle, and it's not used by people who fight close. Taguk was intended to be a gem that was great for players who used movement-based channeled skills like Strafe or Whirlwind. It feels bad shooting multi-shot into things air to keep tag up or take stacks up and we want to look at some changes that would give players other options. We want to avoid changes to Taguk that would further cement Taguk as a gem that is strong regardless of playstyle. We're still working out the best way to address this but if we change Taguk to adjust it more for channeled skills then we would certainly provide other comparable alternatives probably in the form of buffs to some other legendary items so that's what Wyatt Chang was saying Um, and from what I'm getting from this is he's saying that you know you don't not this particular gem uh, Taguk was not intended to be one you must use your pigeonhole into this is the one you have to use it depends more on your playing style mm-hmm. is what he was saying with it um, now he was saying that you know like if you're using strafe or, or whirlwind so that's what demon hunter and barbarian right where you need those things um, yep. you know it'd, it'd be different and maybe the reason uh, Kalika isn't enjoying it is because you know he's not using the gem with a play style that the gem is intended for but then there was a follow-up like right the next day uh, also from Wyatt Chang uh, talking a little bit more after reading um, additional comments from people in the forum that had posted stuff after he posted his original thing so this is what he wrote He said, lots of good discussion, a few thoughts. One, we'd like to address stacks falling beyond just the loading screen. It should be okay for Tago to fall off in general. Maybe I want to pick up a lot of items from a gelatinous sire. Maybe a friend whispered me and I want to take five seconds to type a reply with more than one syllable. If Tago stacked way faster, then it wouldn't be as big a deal if those stacks fell off. I've seen suggestions that Tago only stacks to 20 and the damage per stack scale instead. I also saw a suggestion that it only take three seconds to reach max stacks but it falls off as soon as you stop channeling these are great suggestions keep them coming so he's considering these things he's just not making a statement as to exactly what's going on with that he's got a second point in there there's been some suggestions to address point number one that the stacks simply fall off slower the solution is workable but less exciting because it cements taguk as the best gem for even more builds and i know to interrupt myself here um earlier he was saying that it wasn't intended to be the best gem for everything Um, he goes on to say legendary gems are supposed to have niches I know many other gems looking at you bane of the trapped are also ubiquitous pointing at other ubiquitous gems are not a justification to make taguk more ubiquitous let's move toward the gems having niches even if we don't get there overnight he goes on to say with three there seems to be a lot of support to make taguk work with only channeled skills this is also a workable solution if we went this route we would have to make sure non-channeled builds that currently use 
used taghooks such as uh, HOTA and Cluster Arrow uh, have competitive alternative gems. And his last point is many people have pointed out that taghook is used for the survivability as much as the damage. If we adjust taghook or make taghook channeled only, we would have to make more make sure survivability was still readily available. This could come in the form of defensive bonuses on other gems, a reduction of monster damage at higher level at higher greater rifts or a combination of both. So what I'm getting from this is two things. One, he's open to suggestions about how to change Taghook in a way that would make it maybe feel less like the one gem you must have. But at the same time, he's also reiterating that none of the legendary gems are intended to be this is the best one, you must use this no matter what your playstyle is kind of what I'm getting from that. Did you have any comments on that, Braja? No, no, not really. I mean, it's pretty straightforward on that. Um, you know, why it's got some really good points in there that... I mean, it, you're playing the, the catch-up game every time you lose it, so then you end up going, like, especially in greater rifts, if you if you end up losing those stacks, then it's going to take you a minute or two, and that could be the difference between, you know, breaking that um, that barrier in the greater rifts and not making it. Right, yeah. but if you're, if you're using it with, like, you know, a strafe or whirlwind, like you pointed out in the other thing, like, when I'm using whirlwind, I'm using it all the time, yep. you know? So I would think that that would... Um, you know, make it quicker for those things to stack back up. I think the problem is that people have this perception that this particular gem is the one you must use no matter what. It is the best. There is no other option. You know, that kind of thing. And it's interesting that, you know, Wyatt Chang is making it clear that there is no one gem that's the best. It depends on how you're playing, what your skills are, what skills you're using, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, which I think is interesting because I, you know, I would like this game to not be cookie cutter mode. You must have this and only this, you know? Exactly. Yeah, so it's nice to hear, you know, senior technical game designers say, okay, guys, you know, this is not the be-all and end-all. There's all these other gems, and they're for different things, you know. So maybe, you know, the original poster, who is kind of annoyed at losing stacks and, you know, maybe isn't using it with the skills that it was intended to be used with, maybe can find another gem that would make him happier. And not feel like he has to be pigeonholed into the one thing, you know. Make me exactly. happy about gems if they were, uh, I guess, how like Paragon is, like it was just cross, cross, uh, cross class, I guess, or like you don't have to find multiple ones of the same one or have a stash full of three different tagogs or this or that. It would be cool that if you have it, uh, the rune or that rune that you put it in. And as you start leveling them, like, all your taghooks are this level. Which, I know why it isn't now, but be, let's just say that I was saying this before they added the fact that you can um, use them to empower, like, weapons and stuff and get more mm -hmm. or, or items or whatever to get more strength. Because I think they, that's why they did that, is to get rid of all those extra ones and stuff, right? Kind of sink them, something to do with all those extra ones that you have. But even still, there might be a way to implement that where, you know... Um, you have so many and you don't have to level up the same gem 30 times because you want to put it on different classes too. It'd be nice to just be able to use it across across the board. It'd be kind of cool. So like if you have a gem, a particular legendary gem leveled to whatever amount 
and you have like you know two more sitting in your stash that those two more would automatically be the same no is that what you're saying what what i'm saying i guess it can't be like that because otherwise each class like especially in hardcore you lose one then you wouldn't lose the other one what would have to be would be you can you get one of those gems and if you put it on and this is how you can make it work for our um what you call it for uh for hardcore is because you have that gem you have a little thing that says you have that gem kind of like you do in the cube you have that piece of armor so mm-hmm. there'd be like a, a cube of gems and you have this gem and your gem level is this or that right so when you you activate it you activate it for it, it in use with this item or that item or this ring that ring or that amulet okay and no matter if you die with it for hardcore for instance so that you lose it it wouldn't be available to use then on any of the other characters as well now the bad side of that would be if you had two of them and you had them leveled up you could have saved one and not lost the other one but i don't know i was just trying to think of stuff now that they i guess it doesn't really work as well now that they have the sync for them but i used to always kind of wish you didn't have to level it up so many times different ones and stuff like that it just seems like it took forever um now that you can do it four times four levels per time if you empower a rift that helps too right that makes it a little but, bit easier yeah. yeah i just i think i'm mostly salty because i just died and lost like three level 20 gems you know so i'm thinking oh, wow. oh man or 20 plus gems so i'm thinking oh it took yeah. forever uh, stuff that's easy to do but so much time because you gotta go takes through time, and, right. and mm-hmm. do it like even if I went in on normal and killed everything in the greater rift super fast then you gotta wait for it to uh, to be able to do it or for there enough monsters to get through that part of the screen just to fill it up or for enough elites to get out there it just takes so much time so. plus you have to get the, the greater rift key still yeah, yeah. You know? so there's just so much time into getting like you know one gem leveled up because you do have you know, it'd be, I guess, maybe even if, like, you know, every time you leveled up a gem, you don't gotta pick the gem, you can level all your gems at once, or something. Oh, wow, but see, then you'd have yeah. the problem of, okay, so, you just started this season, and you have, let's say, four legendary gems of yeah. different kinds, whatever they are, right. and then you keep playing in the season, and now you have six of them, or eight of them, or whatever, they're gonna be at different levels. Unless the new one immediately pops into the whatever level the rest are, and then mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, what would what would keep you going through legendary rifts if you weren't trying to get on the leaderboard or whatever? Exactly. There's if just all so your gems many just kind of things to think of. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of factors. I think one change is going to affect a lot of things in the game. So yeah, there's like it's a, interesting to think about. Right. There's like a devil's advocate for every thought, pretty much. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, exactly. It'd be cool, but then this is why it wouldn't, and you know. They must, like, when they're designing stuff and they are balancing games, that must be, like, why it's so, it takes so long and so hard. Because, like, somebody has to think of an idea and then you got to have people that has to, have to, not to be mean there, to be rude, but literally have to think of the bad, the cons of it, you know, so. Right, exactly. And then you also have, like, where, um, I know I've watched a couple of the, um, the videos that were, uh, Lightning Talks, I think, where they talked about them at BlizzCon, and then they did a video format for people to watch. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, where like there was one I just talked, I brought into a previous show where they were talking about, well, here's this legendary item, and this is how we figured it would be used. But players were doing this instead, and that wasn't ideal. <laughs> you know that kind of thing. Like, how would you know? Like what? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how would you know what players are gonna 
look at that and go, oh, hey, here's here's something. Exactly, you don't. You That's know? why you got to have things like the BTR for them to find, you know. To yeah, see that exactly. Too. It's crazy. Ugh, man. Mm-hmm. Lots to think about, lots to change, lots to not change. I, I, I don't, I don't envy that kind of stuff. <laughs> I know. It would be. I think it would be really difficult to try to keep all of that balanced. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could do it. So anyway, that was the senior technical game designer link, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Chanks. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yes, yes. you guys have we talked about the um, Riker's five easy ways to improve the Allo Three Reaper of Souls? Is uh, YouTube? I have not talked about it yet. No, nope. okay. the next two things. These are both uh, YouTube videos. I I tend to like to to see the little snippets of videos. That, uh, there's some really good ones out there. I mean, everyone knows Quinn Sixty Nine. I mean, everybody kn- mm-hmm. you know people know Riker. Oop. People know me. <laughs> I mean, so it's like, but every oh, once yeah. in a while they come out with like some good conversation pieces not just um hey here's how you play the game so one that i saw from Riker a couple about a week or so ago now and he has five easy ways to improve diablo 3 reaper of souls and i thought they were kind of interesting so first one is um easy way to swap build so like you know you're in the game you're doing stuff solo and then you your friends say hey i come to our you know our greater riff we're gonna start doing that oh okay well my gear um my uh, skills, uh, my items from the Kanai Cube. It's like uh, you're, you have all that stuff. So you, you need a couple minutes to go in. Or you go, you switch up quickly. You go jump into Greater Rift, and that's when you realize you have the Boon of Hoarder still on. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, things like that. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, an idea that Monstrous, um, one of the community MVPs, we were talking about like an armor rack. It sounds very similar to in World of Warcraft, how they have the... Um, the different specializations and you can just basically swap from one to another so if I wanted to be a healer I could have all my um, spells and everything set up for that and then if mm-hmm. I want to go back and do damage I just switch it to that Doesn't, uh, and then you can also save uh, different clothing items in, a, in another tab so all you have to do is like quickly switch in between both items that would be kind so of then, if you idea. get called into a game, you could just go, "Hang on a minute, yeah. click, okay, I'm ready." Right? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what we were saying mm-hmm. the other uh, the other show. I think it was when Ro was here. We were talking about it'd be nice to have like a Diablo 2's W key where you can switch builds uh, with the press of a button, or have like a you know in the wardrobe have a different uh, build set up that you know you can put into there so that you can just swap over right away. You know, if you want. That'd be kind of neat. And then it could keep your transmogs, too, if you change the look of things. Mm-hmm. Yep. That'd be kind of neat. Yep. Yeah. And I th- while you Very were talking cool. about that, I thought of something to go back, not to bring stuff back up, but to go back to the, um, the gems. You know, one thing mm-hmm. that would be really cool to do is if you if you could just save your points. You know how, like, when you go down and you do your greater rift, you have to have one of those gems either um, in your guy or on your inventory? Um, it'd be nice to just be able to go and earn points and stack them, um, which might mess up the ability or the chance. You have to figure out the only thing you have to figure out is how to do like how do you know what chance you're gonna get. Um, but it'd be cool to be able to have those points that you could just go anywhere at any time. And you could like have a, a pool of them, a pool like a so like like a paragon pool, but for gems. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I mean it's not. I mean, it's more helpful when you're talking about, like, hardcore. 
Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, softcore, you're going to keep them anyways. But right. I just, yeah. I have a feeling, I mean, we have enough power creep as it is in the game. I really don't think we need to stack those, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm not asking for anything. I'm just thinking of ideas that would make the gems a little bit quicker or just simpler to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah, or maybe something like that. I don't know if they could do it, but like have something like this system you're just talking about right now mm-hmm. be in hardcore, but not necessarily even appear in softcore because you don't need it. You know, mm-hmm. right? I mean, they could do something like that, maybe. Or, I don't know. Or even like diminishing returns. The first time you have it, you know, you get full strength. You lose that character, so you lose that. So you're able to save half of it, and then it goes down by half every single time yeah. you die. What it could, you know, in order to. Uh, beat the percentage of how many um like let's say you have one percent chance to get this gem to upgrade so you couldn't put one point there and get an instant upgrade and one point on a level one and you do is it could cost more points to upgrade this this one or that one um so let's say you have a level 25 or level 24 tega gem and you want to get to 25 it would cost you 10 points and if you had a level one tega gem to get to level two it would cost you one point you know mm-hmm. Something like that, that would make sense, yeah. Almost like uh, blood, it's just blood shards or gold, you pay to increase it so you can increase it anywhere instead of having to do it at that given moment. Because I've even had times mm-hmm. where I was leveling up gem and I forgot to bring the gem with me, and I was like, oh, dang it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could see where that would happen. But I don't know. I, I wonder if this is like what the Diablo 3 team kind of talk, how they talk about things when they are playing with ideas to put in the game. You yeah, know, I'm, it I'm sounds sure something like this. Yeah, I'm guessing it probably yeah. is. I mean, not necessarily the same ideas, but like the what about this, you know, kind of thing. Oh, exactly. I bet that would be interesting to hear, you know. Brainstorming sessions. Right. Right, yeah. Yeah, so the second thing Riker had on there was uh, bounty farming. Should be easier for solo players because, like, right now you can go and split bounty. You know, I mean, it's so much faster if you have a group of four, you know, um, and I mean, I've seen it in action where, you know, there's four of us. Okay. You know, you take act one, this one takes act two, three, four, try to complete it all and then save everything. And then we'll turn them all in at the end so we can get the bonus one. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. that just goes by so quickly. Oh yeah. So some of the things he has, you know, it's like maybe having less bounties in a solo game. So, like, right now you got to go through five for each, but let's say you right. do a solo game, you only have to do three. Yeah, that'd so be nice. So then that way, you know, or have a greater um, drop rate for solo games than you would for, you know, multiplayer games. Kind of try to make up the difference in that. That would make sense, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. That would. And then the third thing he said was um, follower tokens, you know, need to be redone. Because really, if you're pushing greater rifts, there's only one you need. And that's the one where your your follower can't die. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, mm-hmm. other than that, I mean, the other ones that they're cool, they're nice flavored, but they're not going to get you to push to higher to greater rifts. So either you know have them uh, basically have like an unkillable follower to begin mm-hmm. with, or um, I think significantly the ones, boost yeah. their toughness. Exactly. I think the other ones need to be extremely uh, buffed, like so that they're actually worthwhile. Like mm-hmm. the like you know. I mean, really, you can't make your follower that tough to be able to, like, kill anything. So it's all about making him, like, or her a a toughness person to help boost you, like, with unities or whatnot, right? So, I mean, after a certain difficulty anyway, they do nothing other than that. So it would be cool if you could actually have, like, a legendary token that makes it so, like, 
they hit for the same amount of damage you do or close to it or something, you know? They actually are viable to help you kill stuff. Yeah, and even... Yeah, that would make sense. I mean, you could even open up their inventory more. So, I mean, I know they only have, like, a weapon, a shield, and the amulet and stuff. You know, allow them to have armor and stuff so they can have themselves a set. You know, that that would be work. interesting because then you could be searching for follower sets or allow too, sets to work to chase on after. them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, or gems. Oh or yeah, cool legendary gems worked on them. Mm-hmm. I don't think they do. No, they you don't. know, before I'm going to interrupt. Um, when I was working on chapter four and I was trying to get, or maybe it was chapter three, the one where you're f- you want to get your follower to have all the legendaries, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. You have to equip them with all legendaries. Okay, so I was using the Templar, and he had a rare uh, Templar token, and I stuck it in the cube, and when it came back out, it was the one that's, um, that prevents him from dying. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, so I got that through the cube. Now, is that the only... Uh, is that like the only outcome in the cube? Will everyone get that to happen, or was I just lucky? You were just lucky. You can, yeah. get, the, you can get the other ones as well. Yeah, you were very okay. lucky. <laughs> I was hoping it was, like, something I found that would help everyone, <laughs> you know? I was like, oh, go do that! But, no. I just got lucky. Okay, good to know. Um, the fourth thing that Riker had was uh, move the new Paragon Point button on the the new buff bar because it covers part of the bar. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of oh, like, yeah. like... In the past, it would just pop up in the middle and we had no extra buff bar, but now that we do... And you can read most of that. It covers part of it. So it's just kind of like, you know, it's more like a UI change, not a big thing. Um, just, yeah. Yeah. And then the last thing is says add drop shadows um, to stack numbers. Because sometimes, like, if you're getting stacks and, you know, like, if you're looking at your buff bars and, it, you know, the ta- countdown timer is going around, just the position of the numbers because they're like a white number, some of the background to it. Uh, like I think Tiger, especially if they're yellow, exactly. yellow. It's bright yellow. It's difference. hard to read. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I thought it was pretty interesting. Good discussion points. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I like this kind of stuff where it's like people thinking about the game. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So I think it's what we spend most of our time doing on here. You know? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a, a, a lot of us. You know, we still enjoy the game. We we love playing it, doing as much as we can with it. You know, and of course, we all have our own opinions of, like, what could be in- improved and what could be changed. But, you know, that's the fun part about this community is, hey, let's bring those ideas up. Not mm-hmm. just be salty about it, you know. No, I mean, just, hey, what about this? And who knows? I mean, I, I'd like to think that the people that are, you know, working on the game itself are, like, listening to podcasts, checking out blogs, looking at, you know, forum posts and things like that, and kind of pulling ideas from the community as well. To mm-hmm. So maybe we can all work to make the game better, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So the second uh, link that I have we're going to put in the show notes is uh, Meathead Mikhail's um, Diablo Three Completed season five journey tips so i mean anybody who hasn't completed the journey yet you can go in there and and listen to this it's about 20 25 minutes i think and he just goes through and tells you some of the the best ways to complete the journeys um and some of those achievements and how to you know obtain those if they're if you're having some trouble with them so i thought it was you know it's a nice thing to have especially in the second half of the season five for those people like me who haven't been able to finish it all yet yeah, I'm still stuck on Slayer, so I'll probably be checking that out when I have a chance to see what he has to say about that. Definitely. And uh, that's all I got this week. 
Okay. Okay. Well, um, let's see here. It looks like we are going in on about two hours for the show, so we're getting down there. Mm-hmm. But, That's uh, pretty good. That's does pretty anybody good. have any other media to talk about or anything on the side? I really don't. I've been busy and I've been I've been really sick this week because of allergy season and and medicational issues and the uh the new drug that they put me on for rheumatoid arthritis turns out to have gluten in it so i can't use it um to make a long story short so it's not been a fun week for me i'm lucky i had time to play it all you know right (laughs) yeah very sure you uh no i mean you know for me everything else that's going on is stuff's going on outside of um gaming and media like just been running every week for a while like we've got a 5k race the family's doing together coming up and that's going to be fun um and then my youngest is doing a couple of taekwondo tournaments coming up so he's preparing for that and then p-dog actually got he's the only freshman that got a speaking role in um the upcoming uh drama production they're doing of othello oh wow yeah he did really well with his auditions and um he's having a great time with that so he's doing that along with running so he's been busy it's just that is a lot of stuff yeah we just got a lot of things going on outside of gaming so you know when i sit down to play it's because i've actually finally finished everything else for the day (laughs) so if i don't (laughs) talk right away because somebody um pinged me last night i logged into game to play to and ping me to join the clan i was able to send him an invite today thankfully but it's like, don't take offense if I don't answer, because I either I fell asleep or like last night I came in to log in, and then I just decided to go sit and watch TV with my wife. <laughs> so, oh. you know, it was like so you I were AFK the whole play, time, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, well, on my end, um, like always, I like to play Hearthstone um, at night. Sometimes I do my my dailies uh, on the phone. Because ever since this came to the phone, I've been addicted to doing that. Um, nothing really exciting on there. I swear that game will just not give me legendary cards. I have, I saved, I saved <laughs> I <have> the same <laughs> problem. <laughs> I saved up um, probably 50 packs um, between doing the tavern brawls, the weekly free one, and this gold and whatever. And then, of course, I, I uh, used gold to buy all the um, journey, uh, the journeyman packs, or mm-hmm. the oh, mm-hmm. solo new solo adventure that was on there. It's been on there for a while now. Right. But yeah, I, I haven't even gotten through the first one yet. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I got all those and got all those beads, so I got all those cards. But anyway, I decided, okay, I've saved these up long enough. I'm going to open up a bunch because every time I open up, like, one, I never get anything. But I got, like diddly squat even after opening all those and i was like come on not one legendary you know and i'm thinking man man, i'm glad i didn't pay cash for these because you get so many i think all i got out of it was about you know two i mean i got to make a legendary if i want to because i got about four thousand crafting materials because they're all duplicates Mm -hmm. but i was just thinking man i thought i'd get some new stuff here but yeah, that's definitely, you know, can be a pain. I wonder how certain people get cards because, like, I put so many in. Uh, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, let's see, you know, watched a few new TV shows. Um, 
nothing really worth mentioning. Uh, I saw that they're making an Independence Day 2. That's kind of exciting for me. It's called Resurgence. That's going to be out in June. That looks really cool because I, I love alien stuff and space stuff. So that's pretty sweet. Oh, um, yeah. I finally saw, like, the original trilogy of Star Wars. Um, Mandy uh, oh, got that good. from. Got, I mean, I've seen bits and pieces here and there, but never ever watched any of them, really. So I, mm-hmm. I watched the original trilogy. That was it was pretty good. I liked them. Um, I wasn't as stoked about it as I thought, you know, as it's been made out to be. Like, you know, as hyped as I thought I would be about it, but... It was yeah. good. I, I think I'll enjoy the newer ones more. You know, not the newest, but the, like the newer three that were out a while back. Um, <laughs> going on to that next. But anyway. You're such a kid. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm too young for that, I guess. But um, yeah. I'm trying to think if I saw anything else really good. Uh, no, not really. I haven't watched a ton of TV lately, actually. So... I suppose unless anybody else has anything they'd like to add, I guess I'll close the show. That sounds great. Yeah, I, th- I think we're ready to be done. I know, I'm this getting pretty tired, actually. So, <laughs> Anyway, because you're not the only one that has to be on all kinds of different medications right now, either. So. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, you have been listening to episode 113 of Shatter's Soul Zone along with Brazier Coughing, your Diablo Community Podcast. That was me. Oh, that was, was it you? Me. I thought it was wow. Bridget. That was Thanks me. Thanks for blaming me on that. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll just say No, it's it was me. I can't, I can't let you be blamed just, for something just say I it's did. Bridget. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> missed an episode, you can find the show blog and listen to the show archives at ShatteredSoulStone.com. Want to join us in-game? Join our in-game community aptly named Shattered Soulstone. Feel free to post short missives up on the community board and join the chat channels to talk with other folks from the community in game the show is powered by you the listeners send in your contributions thoughts questions and feedback to show at shatteredsoulstone.com that's show at shatteredsoulstone.com we love twitter come join us and tweet with us you can find the show twitter at shattered stone i'm at lantonio jen is at queen of high q and brazia is at the underscore brazia We'd like to extend a huge thank you to Medros of Dawn Forge Productions for hosting our Loot Deviant show. You can find more shows from Dawn Forge at thedawnforge.com. And just want to thank you for listening. And until next time, from all of us here at Shattered Soulstone, keep on. Um, trucking. Keep on trucking. <laughs> keep, yeah. on trucking. <laughs> keep on trucking. Keep on trucking. We will. We'll keep on trucking. Exactly. John, you're a sexy man. Thanks for listening to this presentation of Dawn Forge Productions, copyright 2016. Find us online at thedawnforge.com.